Hello, and welcome to my weekly podcast. This is Open Hearts and Lighten Minds with Abby. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Hearts and Lighten Minds with me, your host, Abby Salamara. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Whatever day it may be for you, I'm really glad that you took time out of your day to listen to whatever I have to say today. As with every week, I hope you had a great week, and if it wasn't that great, we have next week to take on for the better. As for me, you know, my week, probably not the greatest week of all weeks. Um, There are truly just many moments of just overwhelming emotions and, you know, doing all the school and the work things and also being with people doing all the school and the work things and that, that do be taking a toll. And in these, I guess, moments and stuff like that, one of my friends asked me over text, she was like, are you feeling burnt out or drained? Because I was trying to explain to her how I felt. And I didn't really understand how I was feeling. I honestly didn't know how I was feeling and I didn't know why I was feeling this I don't know feeling. And, she, and that's when she asked, are you feeling burnt out or drained? And my exact response was both maybe. What's the difference? And that's why today we're talking about being drained versus being burnt out. And when I asked this to my friend, her definition was that, I don't know, I feel like burnout requires mass change and is irreversible, or at least irreversible in a short period of time. Whereas being drained is maybe you need a break, but you can return quickly in that short period of time. Maybe it's, it's basically the difference between short-term and long-term exhaustion, truly. And when I was thinking about this idea of being drained versus being burnt out, it kind of threw me back to my podcast episode about burnout last year which is almost exactly a year ago from today it was around the same time last year so maybe i would just be having these uh you know post fall break autumn energy low energy where there's burnout and drained vibes and being burnt out was defined at that time as the state of emotional physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. And that's from helpguide.org. So when you think about that, I think that in itself just basically says that it is a, the, the long-term exhaustion. But in that podcast episode, if you want to refer back to it, I do talk about how in order to, I guess, make or require that mass change or make or reverse that burnout, the three steps are to recognize reverse reverse it, and be resilient. And I talk about that later in this podcast episode. But when we're talking about being drained, first of all, since, you know, we kind of already did a podcast episode on being burnt out. Being drained, as defined by the handy-dandy Google, is defined as emotional exhaustion, basically. Emotional exhaustion and drained equals same thing, or sort of or for the most part. It is a state of feeling emotionally worn out and drained as a result of accumulated stress from your personal or work lives or a combination of both. Emotional exhaustion is one of the signs of burnout, so that exactly explains the fact that maybe drained or emotional exhaustion, being drained, is something that leads to burnout, and that's why it is just in the short term. Um, Short term. It is a short term feeling. So when you're trying to distinguish distinguish between being drained or burnt out, I guess you really do need to think about how long you've been feeling this way. When you're questioning, do you have burnout or are you just drained, according to worktolive.info, what's really important is distinguish between 
this fatigue and this burnout. And they state that without burnout, the fatigue doesn't go away. Even if you get all your sleep, the weariness is there every day, even on the weekend. So based on that definition, um, you can see that this feeling of being drained doesn't really necessarily go away after just one day um, when you are burnt out. And that goes to show that this fatigue doesn't cause um, an absence of positive emotions or hijack the mind with false beliefs and no way out. That's, yeah. It's a temporary and physical issue. I guess that's that's what's important to think about, this temporary versus permanent feeling of being fatigued whereas burnout is taking out those positive emotions for you where it feels like everything that's coming into your life is just negative and negative and negative and negative and unfortunately yeah the times just do be like that there are some days when it feels like that everything is coming at you and i've definitely felt like that before as well but if you are feeling tired versus when you're feeling burnt out. You might want to be by yourself for a moment if you're tired. Maybe just take a brisk walk outside. Maybe just, you know, not be surrounded by a lot of the people that are important to you or a lot of the people that are making you think about being tired or fatigued and stuff like that. But you're not going to necessarily close yourself off from those, all those people. You're not going to, I guess, like, um, you know, go off the grid when you're just feeling tired for a day. Or maybe you just need to do that for a day, but it's not for, for a prolonged period of time, for months on end, because that is burnout. When you withdraw from yourself from others, when you begin to lose sight of who you are and what your purpose is, and retreating from a world that appears to care less about you as work to live states. It's really important to distinguish what kind of tired you're feeling in these moments of time and the Different Types of Tired podcast episode from a couple of weeks ago is a really great way to learn about those five types of tired. So when you're having these emotional distress, just distress moments, first, you got to recognize the circumstances that you're in. According to this HBR article, of course, when you're feeling tired and it's a temporary feeling, it's important to know why you're doing that. Why you're feeling that. Unfortunately, not every day, not every time you're feeling tired, you're going to be able to know that. But maybe just recognizing the circumstances, recognizing that you feel this way amongst all the other things that are happening in your life is that first step to reducing emotional distress. The second thing is you can learn to operate with greater emotional efficiency with emotion regulation techniques, such as recognizing, acknowledging your feelings and reappraising stressful experiences. So obviously, when you know that you're feeling these emotions, I, when I'm like that, I feel like I just don't want to do anything. I want to go home. I want to go to lay in bed, whatever it may be. But it's important to recognize those emotions and think about how you can take those emotions and I guess just like use them to fuel whatever else you need to do or how you can take those emotions, learn about how they're impacting what you need to do and just take a break from it. And lastly... It's important when you're trying to reduce your emotional distress to make sure that you refuel. As for me, I honestly don't think I've had that much time to refuel. And I think that's one of the biggest things that is making my feelings of tired and fatigue and all this stuff prolong itself throughout the week. And that's why this week hasn't been the greatest week because I truly have not had the opportunity to refuel. 
and therefore it makes everything that every new thing that's coming at me build upon like these pre-existing ideas that oh I'm already tired and now this is making me tired and this is making me tired and this is making me tired because there's nothing there that's giving me the opportunity to take away those feelings of tired well there is but it's just not the same or just not maybe as much as I would want it to be I appreciate the time I've taken to have those opportunities to refuel but you should I guess like Articulate what gives you the opportunity to refuel and take those as much as you can before it can lead to burnout and this feeling of burnout with emotional emotional exhaustion, basically being worn out, drained, being over it, having a lack of motivation, not wanting to do anything over a long period of time. When you're trying to, I guess, reduce burnout or get out of this feeling of feeling burnt out, First thing you got to do, once again, just like reducing emotional distress, is to recognize. Um, you can turn to other people, ask them, maybe, why am I feeling this way? Why? What have you recognized? But of course, when you explain to them how you're feeling, you don't want to burn them out as well. Duh. It's truly a give and take process. You, you can't just keep giving and giving giving or telling them all this information and they can't just keep on taking and taking and taking it until it burns them out as well so it's important to keep that balance and once again think about who does the talking who does the listening and all that jazz and the attempt to reverse even though it might be irreversible in a short period of time it's important to reframe the way you're looking Reframe the way that you're looking at all those things. As I said, when I'm feeling tired and it's starting to become this prolonged feeling of tired, it's important to think about the way that you're looking at it. Is every new thing that you're adding onto your life a new way to be tired? Is there a new opportunity to get out of this feeling of tired? Prioritize the things that allow you to refuel, that allow you to, I don't know, perk up, I guess? And it's truly a one-step-at-a-time process. You're not going to turn to a new action or new thing that's coming into your life and it's not going to be like, wha-bam! I'm no longer feeling burnt out. Of course it's going to be one step at a time. A little nap here or there. A little opportunity to recharge here or there. And lastly, in all of that process, you can be resilient. Through the process of consistent self-care, just knowing that you're going to be able to, you know, get, a, get out of this rough patch. To know that there are opportunities for you to refuel. And there, there's something to look forward to. All things set aside. It's super important to take care of yourself before you start taking care of other things. Because when you don't have the opportunity to take care of yourself, everything else that you're trying to take care of isn't going to be as good as it can be. So make sure that if these feelings of tiredness and, uh, and burnout are creeping up on you, drain it, draining you, know that you got to just set aside time to take care of yourself. Whether that's trying to figure out what your ideal day is and spreading that over a number of days, Maybe you don't have the opportunity to take a break. 
but doing at least one thing that you know will make you just a bit less drained can make all the difference. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Open Hearts and Light Minds with me, Abby Salamara. I really appreciate that you took time out of your day to listen to this podcast episode about being drained versus being burnt out. Uh, Don't forget that there are new episodes every Friday, so I'll catch you all next week.